You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at soundtalentmedia.com. Welcome, Welcome to the Smoking Word. Welcome. What's up? What's up, everybody? Before we start, I had some technical difficulties with the mics, so we're going to make this one happen without them. But anyway, the Smoking Word podcast is always brought to you by CasaTheRock.com. You know the deal. That's my web store. Everything is done by your boy. Everything is in-house, family business, T-shirts are $21 for 21 for 2021. So get a T-shirt, support the movement. We got slides, we got pins. And next year, I'm about to drop something really, really big. And we're about to take the whole movement to the next level. But that's another story. And shout out to my Patreon family out there for holding me down. Because of you, I keep doing this because this shit is not free. So shout out to my Patreon family, that's for sure. Um, Patreon, if you want to support the show, you want to invest in the show, patreon.com slash the smoking word. I repeat, this is how you get hypnotized. Patreon.com slash the smoking word. There's tears, you invest in the show, you get um, exclusive footage, or blah, 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 all that other good shit, but it comes, it go, everything goes back into the show. This is how I come back with more video, more craziness, a lot more stuff planned in the future. So shout out to my Patreon family to, for holding me down. Shout out to Mike Busateri. Um, shout out to um, my whole Patreon family around the planet because it ain't just about um, Patreon uh, members in America. It's a worldwide movement, the Smoking Word family. So one love. And shout out to everybody else who's not a Patreon. Listen, I understand times is tough and rough like leather. But listen, support the show. If you don't got money, it ain't about the money. You can spread the word and to subscribe is free. A lot of you motherfuckers are, are following, but you don't subscribe and it's free. So there's no excuse. So everybody out there, subscribe to the Smoking Word podcast. Follow me on Instagram. Follow the Smoking Word on Instagram. Um, subscribe, 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 repost, like, comment, all that good shit. Listen, YouTube is going to be the spot that's hot. Let me tell you, Smoking Word TV is about to get busy. We're just regrouping. We're planning. We got a lot of things, uh, a lot of special things for the future. So again, shout out to everybody around the planet for supporting this is why we're about to take the fucking whole culture to the next level. So shout out to um Hella Hella Hot So Shout out to Warlock Cabinets. They made me a beast. So if you want anybody out there want some custom cabinets made by somebody who's really from the scene and somebody really cares about what they're doing, Warlock Cabinets, yo, one love. Shout out to the Cali Care Group for keeping people's brains straight. Shout out to Pitchfork. Listen, shout out to Amerta. Shout out to Diablo's Den Podcast. Shout out to my bro, E. Shout out to everybody out there. Shout out to my bro, Truth. You know what? Shout out to all my people out there doing a podcast, keeping the movement alive. Listen, I've been, I'm getting revamped. I'm getting power. 
I'm feeling the power from the scene again. There's still a lot of suspect motherfuckers around, but I'm feeling the power from everybody else. And um, we got a lot more things uh, uh, in store for everybody. So listen, I, I'm glad to have this, on this episode, an old friend. I think I did my second European tour with him. And to this day is one of my favorite tours ever. Stigma call him Dr. Curly. You might know him as Hydro from the band Turmoil. Let's set this shit off. There we go. Yeah. Is me. <laughs> Welcome to the Smoking Word Podcast. Everybody, I, look at everybody in the Smoking Word Podcast land. I want you to welcome my old friend. Vinny Stigma calls him Dr. Curly. <laughs> we know him as Hydro. Mr. The ball Thermo, shit. the Axe Man of Pennsylvania's <laughs> Clydes. What's up, my brother? What's going on, brother? How are you? Good. I like to say long time no see, but I was lucky to see you the last couple times recently. The most I've seen you in the last fucking 15, 20 years. <laughs> At surprise least that's how it attack. Like. Las Vegas surprise attack. Yeah, yes, yeah. so I got to see you at Punk Rock Bowling for everybody out there. For everybody out there listening, we did the Punk Rock Bowling. Ended up being, even though we went on at one in the morning, ended up being a better show than we thought. We had fun. And I got to see my old friend over here who was a secret surprise. So what's up with that? How was that? How was that whole fucking week? Were you there for the weekend? Yeah, we just came up for the day, actually, because uh, my friend Neil um, yeah. Husfar. Shout out to Neil. He's been um, connecting the dots with the old term because i lost um, um contact of some of you the terminal guys because sure. fucking, um, what's that that term that term that term <laughs> now like some of you guys were always on and then everybody kind of you know we all started growing up and then you know popping off and then some of you guys will pop up throughout the years so he's the one when he sent me some pictures that brought back some fucking crazy memories yeah yeah he's uh he had that tie and he was friends or is friends with Brian from that tour that we did with you guys in 95. Yeah. So those guys were best friends yep. forever, pretty much. So, yeah. um, you know, members come and go in and out and, you know, you go from coast to coast, you end up here and there. And all of a sudden Neil and I are like an hour apart from each other out here in the desert at this point that's so. cr that's the that's crazy how so where you at now you're in california or you're in uh, arizona or ish or somewhere around I there moved, yeah i moved out to carlsbad california in 2012 and then i was living over at the beach for three years or so and then after that i decided it was kind of time to make a move and i went over a little bit about 20 miles east in escondido so now I'm up in the mountains north of Escondido, kind of well, feels a little bit more like Pennsylvania. You be in the middle of nowhere. I'm like, what's Hydro doing? He's a park ranger now or something? It looks like you're in the fucking <laughs> park ranger. I was like, you fucking smoke. Yeah, I'm there. tracking like, turtles. Tracking yeah, turtles. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and, and how, and fucking, um, yeah, so you can't, so yeah, that was crazy because he had, Neil sent me old pictures. And I remember from that tour, and I was like, oh, shit. And then, again, you know, that that's the great thing. You know, a lot of motherfuckers talk shit on Instagram and all that. And there is a lot of fuckery on this shit and people. I think it's more mm -hmm. the people. Are the, 
make it the fuckery than the actual thing itself. But the good part about it was connecting the dots again. Like, even with that, right away, I looked, oh, shit, who's that? Oh, shit. You know, I see Haji, I see you, I see that. And I can, oh, but I, I saw it right away. You know, it's in a matter of seconds, I, yeah. you know, we connected the dots like that. You know what I mean? And it was like, uh, yeah, it was, it was great. It was crazy because, <clears throat> you know, I had, lo- I had lost touch with Neil over the years because um, we had known him back then. Obviously, he was fr- best friends with Brian and he owned the club Brian in Scranton. So whenever we were up there, we'd always pop over to the Diamond Club, say hi and have a beverage and, you know, spend a couple minutes yeah. <laughs> before heading over to the bog. <laughs> so, you know, come back, all of a sudden you're like, oh, you know, you know this guy, you know this guy, the thoughts start to come back together and you're like, wait a minute, he's in LA. And then he's like, oh, he's in Palm Springs. I'm like, well, I'm asking Dito. And then, you know, boom, yeah. you're back together. You're hanging out, you're going here. And he's like, hey, you want to go to Vegas and see Madball and H2O? Well, sure, why not? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> so, hell yeah. So it worked out well. Crazy, crazy. And that it whole shit was crazy. crazy. It, was, it probably wasn't the sneak attack Vegas style you really want. But you got it anyway. Yeah, no, I was glad. I was glad to see you because, you know, he would always mention you about this guy. And then I know I was hit you up online and I seen you somewhere along the way. I forgot where, where, what was the last? I seen you. So if anybody, it was you somewhere a little bit before or a lot before. I, I saw you. I came to see you guys out here in San Diego at the soda bar. That's what it was. With, with Isola, with me and Keith and I came down. And that was probably 15-ish, 16, 2015, 2016 or so. I think yes. that was probably the last time. Yep, yep, um, yep. I remember you were the last time I remember connecting. And then, again, then we didn't see each other for a minute. But you were the one I remember out of everybody running into you the most and seeing you the most. Fuck yeah. 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 And, how, and how, again, how the fuck you end up so from Pennsylvania to... California. Before you ended up where you at now, you you went for straight from there to where you said to uh, California, right? To yeah, Carl- yeah, I went to Carl. Yeah, I went to Carlsbad first. Any specific so reason? I was there for like 2012. Any specific that, reason you left uh, Pennsylvania? I well, I was living up in the Lehigh Valley, and uh, I was living in like west of Allentown. I had a house out there. And I had been there for, I don't know, five years or so. And I just kind of got fed up with everything. Um, kind of got tired of the job, got tired of the house and just dealing with the shit you think you want. And yeah. then you got it. You're like, I don't really want this, yeah. you know, or need yeah. it, you know? Oh, so you were near Allentown. You were near Allentown. I was between You were trying to start your own militia. I was. I had a crew going. I had a, I had a compound, the whole thing. <laughs> Real Allen Town. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Old school airport music hall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Eric. Shout out to my brother, Eric. Yeah, you know what's up. <laughs> we used to beat up all his people. Um, what um, a fucking dude that was back then, man. What a Holy shit. insane, insane. This is why I laugh. Without getting into I don't get into the politics of shit with this. You know, I just like breaking bread but i laugh when people sure. use the word nazi for certain people today mm-hmm. i'm like what you mean for some like upper class rich kid or something i go that's not an that's just a bigot dummy moron i go those were nazis <laughs> dudes that have swatches yeah. and burn crosses for fun like yeah. 
Those are yeah, nice. those those dudes had the most ridiculous like Hitler fucking swazis everywhere blowing out like on an eagle like just like like holy shit man these guys are no yeah, joke yeah you know? I'll tell you a, quick, joke. a quick story because <laughs> I laugh because the whole word Nazi gets thrown around very easy nowadays and mm-hmm. I'm like for like yeah. what somebody who said some racist remark or, or a bigoted remark or whatever you want to whatever the fucking smart word is but I'm like get yeah. out of here get the fuck out of here one time we were playing um I think it was Haggardstown, Pennsylvania. It was Pennsylvania. Maddie Henderson, he's my proof of this. It was one of the last shows we had him <laughs> with him. But anyway, we're trying to find this spot. And we know it's already in the danger zone area, the Allentown Triangle of whatever. Yeah, and the then we're like, oh, triangle of, right, of exactly. Skin. So we're like oh, the, the bonehead triangle. And we're like, okay, <laughs> let's see what's cracking. But we're kind of playing our thing. So we're like, before anything, let's see what's up with this club. So we get to this club yeah. and we're like, all right, we're hearing stuff, but we don't know nothing yet. Me and Maddie goes, let's go upstairs first and, and see what's mm-hmm. up with the club. So we go upstairs yeah, yeah. and there's a sound guy setting up and he's like, oh, you're the band? And we're like, yeah. He goes, you guys bring microphones? And we're like, microphones? We're like, already that's a weird start. We're like, already that ain't our kind yeah, of show. Like, karaoke club? Yeah, exactly. And then we're like, nah. And we're like, yeah, so... um. How, you know, what's up? How you think the show's going to be? Maddie said something like that. And the guy goes, I think it's going to be good. He goes, last night we had a bunch of hammers down here. We had a birthday party for Hitler and it was off the hook. And we're like, we'll be right back. We all got in the car. We said, we out of here. Hang but on. Day, day off. <laughs> we said we had a party for Hitler. <laughs> a birthday party. But um, Right. Like, you, like you, you're, you're aware the dude's dead, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're like, and, and um, Tur- turmoil. What 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 area in Pennsylvania you guys claimed? Ugh, that was always a, a that was always a, a, an evolving thing, you know, because the three of us grew up in the Poconos, up in you know Carbon County and Jim Thorpe. So you know, Haji, Gula, and myself all grew up there, and that's where you know the band started and was based out of there pretty much for the first four years so that's or it. so i'll say that's it would be that and then every you know okay so but it became philly oh. because i was there. i was in college when we started it and then hodges had moved there mm. in 94 or 95 and then when we got uh john pushnik to play drums he was already in philly also Appalach. so everything just migrated to there and stayed there forever so you know i know there were i know there were some people who were like oh they're not a philly band no no and to be honest i never even caught that because in those days there wasn't a lot of bands that were even doing the full europe tour thing you know it was like no turmoil oh pennsylvania more than anywhere because that's why i'm asking now Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. wait, I think some of them might have been from a Strasburg, maybe or maybe mm-hmm. not. Maybe some of them yeah. might have been from. But I was always knew Pennsylvania never, and back then mm-hmm. it was different. Like now, there's yeah. so much more out of Pennsylvania. You could say, oh, that's Philly. Oh no, they're a, yeah. a, a Pittsburgh band, or oh, they're a this yeah. band. When back then right. there was a handful that you just kind of had to claim all of Pennsylvania. I think you know. Right, you got the whole, you got the whole state. Yeah, you got it all. Yeah, your six hour cross territory. You're from over in that area. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because you know what? What like it, it was funny because then when we first got to do that tour, that tour was '95, right? Yeah, yep. That was my second 
I think my second European run was that. Like, I remember it was like, we did the Bruises yeah. tour. And then the next thing was, I think like two weeks with you guys. Yeah. You guys, and I was, so you guys go with the Bruisers and then you go with these JV clowns. We were all green minus, obviously we had the, the OGs that were the AF dudes, but with me and Freddie, we didn't know we were just as great. You guys were, were, were if anything, probably seasoned more than us in a way, like at that time, or we were uh, the same. And, we might've been older. I don't know if I'd say we were seasoned. Yeah, <laughs> but we were like in, in the same stage of learning the ropes. Cause, um, yeah, you know, back was, then it was different. That, like was I said. that was unbelievable for us. Yeah. So, and even all right. So, before that, how the fuck you three hooked up? Did you go to school together, or just from the the the, the connect? Because again, back then, shit was spread out more, and and how you connected the dots mm -hmm. was a lot different than how you're doing now. So it's like we were lucky because we had a really good crew of guys, not just us, the three of us, but we probably had a of 25 ish or so in our small town who were all in the skating they're all in the hard well metal actually we were all metal yeah first and then and i listening to minor threat and then it just kind of progressed into okay now you got f now you got you know, biohazard that you got burn, gorilla bits, you know, like that whole thing came after well, sick of it all. And then that all kind of came afterwards. And then we started noticing like parkour bands in the Allentown area, mostly actually, and Reading and all that kind of stuff where we started going to shows. And that's where we got exposed to more bands, including a young Hoy Rock in Demise, who yeah, did see in Reading at the New School. Yeah, yeah, and that's crazy <laughs> about that because that was one of no more than 15 shows we've ever played in our existence, and, and it was a big deal to us because that was like the first place outside of, of New York. We were banned from New York, but they would have us. And what was Homeboy's mm -hmm. name? I forgot um, the, the promoter. Um, Jake. 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 Yeah, Jake was, you know, little quirky guy. But you know what? Even with our worst, the worst mm -hmm. reputation, he gave us a chance. Mm -hmm. And we were always respectful with him. He always had us back. Oh, and that's yep. why Demise actually played Reading like three, four times. We played that club as one club more than we played even one club in New York. You know what I mean? Because yeah. It was crazy. the only club that would have us back. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And back then it was wild, you know, because you had to deal with that kind of crap where, you know, you hear bands have to deal with that in LA or had to deal with that in LA for, yeah. you know, oh, it's a gang and all, all that kind of stuff. But it's like, you know, to the point where we, if you didn't know back then, you had to do so much hard work to find out who is everybody, where are they from? Yeah. You know, what, anything, you know, you just didn't have it in your hand. So it was like, if you didn't know better, you would have thought that band was from Ready. Be like, they play here all the time. I'm from here. I don't see them played anywhere else. It must be a Ready band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do I know? They are, they are, they are until they're not. Then you go by the demo tape and you read all the lines. You're like, oh no, they're not. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's how you know. But back then, you know, we used to hear Allentown. You're like, okay, 
you know, or that area, yeah, only area that you're like, or whatever. And um, your first show was it uh, 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 like every like most people get into like you know rock or metal and they go to a gig early on or or what, mm-hmm. my personal not because you know Freddie was born at CBGBs that's some other shit but like my first show just happened to be first in the bowels yeah yeah I happened to be a first show my first show was a hardcore show not on some because I was some hardcore shit it was just I was never exposed to a, an arena show and it just happened to be the first chance yeah. I was able to go to was I was got into hardcore. I was like, yeah, I could go on my own. I could do this without, you know, a ticket master or go. It was just something I was able to do. So I didn't go to my first arena show. Yeah. Till I was like signed to Roadrunner. It was Life for Agony with Ozzy. Yeah. I got on the guest list. That's yeah. Like, yeah. And yeah. I was like, wow. What was your first show? Like we're in. Yeah, yeah, we're in. Yeah. Very, very, very first show. First hardcore show or first show? First show, period. So when I when I was still living back in Jim Thorpe, there was a local band who was like an Alice Cooper wannabe band. Uh-huh. And they had local guys in it, put some other guys from around. And they kind of, they put out a seven inch. This is like 77 or something. Wow. I'm five. I'm five. I love Kiss. At, by the oh, time so I'm three, so Alice Cooper, Kiss, yeah, all that kind of stuff. The whole shit, yeah. The whole thing. And these guys were friends with my uncle, who was maybe five or six years older than me at that time. Forever, I guess. But at that time, he was in high school, you know. And they were playing at our high school in the gymnasium. So they took, they actually came to my uncle's house and ate with them. Dinner ah. before going across the street to the high school to play the show in the gym. That's hard, dude. I was on cloud nine because oh, yeah. there's dudes with long hair, you know, real scraggly looking, rough '70s rock dudes. You know, I'm just like, I want to be like that. You know, I want to do, do that, that. You know, yeah, they kind of look like kiss and guitar. Where did that come oh. into play? Because of that, kiss, kiss. I mean, I was like three. I mean, my parents. I mean, we saw pictures of me being probably three. Laying on the hardwood floor with like an eight track player with like hotter than hell sticking at, you know, and like, you know, uh, a little uh, fucking Hot Wheels cars and the neon orange track laying around with the Kiss records, like all mixed in and stuff like that. So it was all from that, just that infatuation with the bombastic, over the top superhero rock riff type of thing. Yeah, it's crazy how I'm kidding. I was never a Kiss guy, but Kiss comes up a lot with a lot of people's like first, I guess, you know, definitely as an eye catcher, they're the band with the makeup yeah. and the, the, you know, the, 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 the way their equipment looks, you know, the fucking just the whole shit looks pretty crazy. It was like slip. We should do a mad, we should do a mad ball album with a gatefold with that big Kiss Alive 2 thing where you guys just up there like fucking. Yeah, 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 kid. I just happened you know, opening a big fucking just, just uh, I want to pop up fingers to go. Yeah, some of the so you guys like photoshopped onto the same risers just standing yeah, there. Exactly. All, like, hard. Shit. <laughs> like be like on stage, like get them off stage. When I when I'm at, Freddie at have to watch time, Freddie's hair could Freddie's hair could catch on fire now. Yeah, oh yeah, forget it. Oh yeah, now he definitely will have fucking he has that um Leonard Skinner hair. Yeah, mean. He's got a mean. He got a mean. He got a mean like you. Let, let's see how's the mean yeah. doing that. Yeah. 
Christ, my mane. My mane's right here. That's my yeah, mane right go. about there. Because you pulled ugly, it, great you went like this. It was like, and then that was good. Now, and let me ask you. So, all right, you getting together. All right, so is the metal like a lot of people? It turns from you know a lot, a lot of people go from the metal. It seems like our our generation it starts becoming getting in from a metalish type into the hardcore when maybe right before us the older older guys got into from like either classic rock or the punkish stuff into a harder form of punk you know what i mean um, um yeah. what what was the more what if it was the, the punk rock side of it first that, that you got into or like um um mm -hmm. thrash metal part of it you know because you came up at that Definitely. sweep, it was still classic rock metal was coming up in that late 70s, early 80s. It's like two different worlds. I, I think for me, it just kind of had this a little bit of everything because I already had the I already had like the classic rock exposure because like from my, my dad, you know, even before the Kiss stuff, I had early Elton John records, I had Beatles, I had Stones records, um, uh, Credence records, he had um, just all that kind of stuff, The Doors. So I had that really early on. And then the Kiss stuff, I think I came in my, on my own, probably seeing magazine covers. They were starting to be on TV in the 70s, you know, seeing shows and it's yeah. everywhere. And then my uncles, ACDC, Aerosmith, Nugent, like, Double Live Gonzo, like Super Tramp, like all that stuff. I always I remember listening to them with them. And they would yeah. just give me their albums all the time. Yeah. Cheap trick. And then it just kind of evolved. And, um, you know, Motley Crue, Rat, Wasp, all the, the LA strip stuff, yeah. which led to the thrash stuff because we had a really close friend in, in our town, in, in Jim Thorpe, who had the greatest tape collection ever in, in like 80, in the early 80s. It was like, he had a library of cassette tapes. I mean, fucking, obviously all the bands that got massive, you know, the big four, everything. Yeah. But all of the other bands, he had, he had violence. He had Testament, Death Angel, all that kind of stuff. Like Viper, fucking yeah. Hallow's Eve, like all the, the, you know, the fringe stuff. Yeah. And um, he had it all. So we could go in and be like, hey, can I listen to Raven? He's yeah. like, yeah, sure, take it. And you're like, do I like it? Do I not like it? Pour through the list. Who did this yeah. band like? Oh, they like these guys. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll listen to that. That's but then he had it. that tape too. They're like, oh, can I listen to that? You know, <laughs> like, yeah, sure, take it. You know. The, well, and it just went from first, there. What was the first tape of your real scumbag punk hardcore? You know, like more official because some people it's like I'll even take how some people will be like, yeah. I you know what got me into it was let's say um you know the 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 the, the, the some people say like fucking um what's this fuck Sid Vicious or whatever. All right, I'll take that. Yeah. But like that leads you yeah. into like what our world. What was the 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 the, the mm -hmm. first droplet of our world that you caught on that you could connect the dots to this hardcore shit? Sick of it all. Sick of it and all. And it was um we went to well, we went to see Exodus. Exodus right, was out on a fabulous disaster tour. You know, they came through Allentown, they played the fucking music hall. And who's opening, but sick of it all, Blood Sweat was just about to come out, I think. I didn't think it was out yet. It was coming out very soon. And a local band from Allentown, which was a straight edge band called Forthright, 
uh-huh. um, and they were really good. They had a they had a, like a eight song dem, EP demo, and then they did a seven inch. They were really good, um, but we had, had not known them either at that point. So we would see Exodus. Yeah. And then we went in, Forthright opened, they were great, a lot of energy, you know, you're like, oh man, these are great. And then Sick of It All came on. And you want to talk about a fucking jaw drop, because yeah. that was like, what that, the fuck is this? Is this is awesome. Like, and this yeah, all they, works, like this works with Exodus and it works with Forthright. So it's kind of like, you know, we'll yeah. talk, we've talked over the years to various people and I was like, it's kind of funny, but that first show, is essentially what Turmoil became, a combination yeah. of those three bands because we grew up with thrash metal. Yeah, you guys had the metal we shit already. New York hardcore, but by that and the intensity and the, you know the in your face and the like simplicity of sorts to it. Yeah. Not that, it, not that anything they did was simple, but you know. No, no, to definitely no. It's that, it was more. You, you had know? cave. It was caveman. But you guys definitely had chops, more metal chops. Because I remember then you already had, you know, it was more crossed over sound. And and, yeah. and then we had the meathead shit. I was sick of it all, map ball with the meathead type shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, so, so like well done. Like just so yeah. well, like catchy. You know what I mean? Like there was a hook. You know what I mean? It wasn't just straight ahead bludgeon. You know, yeah, it's, it's good songs. No, that's what, that's what I learned later on from an, an agnostic front who early on was probably victim of pain was probably not known for songs. I mean, it's all balls. My faith, it's a Bible, but then right. later on, you can see the evolution of how, of how they wrote. And then you learn like, you know, it's about the song mm-hmm. and sick of it all has songs. Mm-hmm. Other, other bands have mm-hmm. hard riffs, hard breakdowns have, Oh man. Oh, I like the hard mm-hmm. lyrics, but to have good songs, it, right. it's, own animal, yep. you know, what you get from yeah. certain bands could do it. And also just playing a lot and doing a lot of music. And yeah, that definitely early on had the, 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 the recipe down, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it, they came out and the live show was just incredible. They were so good. They sounded great. I mean, they were in your face, like Lou was like in your face the yeah. whole time when you're like, man, this is fucking awesome. And these guys are great and they can play and everything's good. You're like, what, what is this? You know? And I remember, Actually, we got the, the the in effect sampler. Yeah, that Madball was on. Yeah, and then that they were on that. I think Raw Deal yep. was on it. Twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah. I'm sick of it all. And we're like, so we got the sampler. We got home. We're like, oh shit, who the fuck is Raw Deal? This is great too. You know? Yeah, you know? yeah. Right. It's so great. Back then, you would just <laughs> fall into greatness after greatness after greatness. It was like. It was like the best mistakes you could ever make forever. Like, let me try this. Yeah. Let, me, let me just take a, 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 you know, let me, let me go, let me take a gamble and I'm going to spend my last five bucks on a name mm-hmm. that I saw on a thank list from the, this band. People don't understand yeah. how much uh, yeah. it took for somebody to spend their couple of dollars as a kid back then and invest in. Yeah. Now you have a sample. You go down to samples. Oh, I want it. I want it. I don't. Back then, I would look at record yeah. covers and say, it's a record cover. It looks cool. Fuck it. I want to buy it. Maybe I discover that new shit, you know? That's how we bought everything. And I mean, and I think, you know, from the metal stuff, for sure, you know, because we already knew what labels we liked and what labels the bands were yeah. on that we liked. So it's like, all right, well, let's go through this 
let's go with a, you know, this is their list of bands. If this is good and that's good, well, you figure that must be good, right? Go to the record store, look at the album cover. Is the art cool? Do these guys look cool? Yeah. All right, I'll buy this one. And then it's like, you got four or five guys. You're like, well, we only got like 10 bucks. It's like, well, how about you get that one? I'll get that one. <laughs> <Hell> <laughs> yeah. You know, and we'll Beto, who played with us before when we were kids, we split the leeway born born expire album. And it was like, yo, mm-hmm. I'll use it till you know, you hold it Monday to Wednesday. I want it Friday to you know, it was like crazy. Like <laughs> I'll use exactly. you know what we did that we used to do that with t-shirts too. Yeah, yeah. We're like, like, like oh, we're all roughly the same size, get a little bit size bigger, like yo. Yo, can I borrow that Laz Rocket yep. Annihilation Principle t-shirt today? Get it a little yeah, bigger. Give me the overkill. Feel the fire one. You yeah, get it, it a little off. bigger. <laughs> now, let me ask you, when you went to that Exodus show, or uh, whatever, Sick of It All show, were you metalhead yeah. out yet? Or were you a hard, so you were still metalhead, like, uniformed at I, that I, show? I had, I, had this, I had this curse all the way. I could never grow my hair long. So you already had the Phil Pantera before Phil Pantera. Yes. But okay, yes. but all right, but when you metal it was that Hodges, Hodges had long hair. I'm oh, yeah. His hair was down here, it was all curly. He like he looks Jesus like a and shit. Like, yeah, Jesus. big what like a Nordic Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> and now let me ask. So all right, so at that time you guys were metal head out, you were still metal, and then you saw that, and then you were like, okay, and then you that that usually that happens a lot on that specific tour. There was two tours mm-hmm. in hardcore history. <laughs> for my uh, my age our age bracket that a lot of our people if they came into it through that way was suicidal with metallica and then sick of it mm-hmm. all or the exodus those were two mm-hmm. tours that came up throughout different you know convos and friends that they were like that's what got me into hardcore because i saw suicidal yeah. metallica and then that mm-hmm. one i went to see exodus and morbid yeah. angel and i saw mm-hmm. sick of it all you yep. know Yep. Classic. That, Classic that was even better then too. And I think like like your what you meant when they did that Sacred Reich, Napalm Death, yeah, uh, sick of it all, Biohazard one a couple years later. That had to be huge for the yeah. crossover potential at that point because yeah, that was probably two years later, and everything was that much farther along. I would think for them that had to be a huge exposure you know, on a national level. I don't know if they were on that whole Exodus thing or not, but I yeah, think that's the right one they big, were. You know, and then, so as you guys hanging out or whatever, you're going you're gonna to start a band. You say, that it's a, how does term, how does turmoil start? Like what, first of all, what the fuck, how you got the name? We, we, I know it as a word, but like who came up with the name and was there a reason behind it? Or you just like, yo, it looks good. Looks cool. Sounds cool. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. well we had it we were like after that exodus show you know we had already been playing individually and doing stuff and like working on songs together and whatever maybe not originals but trying to learn other band songs and you know all that stuff so we ended up um, going to the unisound in reading and seeing a lot of shows down there after that saw gorilla biscuits you know all kinds of burn and everything and um we were like well we can we can do this you know so let's let's put it together and so at first you know we had the band was called forward step so it was very like straight edgy lyrics you know yeah. that kind of stuff and then um as it progressed then you found the bottle of beer and then, then that went the, the then you went to college straight edge to college, college. <laughs> and then and then, and then there's a whiskey. invented 
Yeah, dude, we used to punt those fucking beer balls out the window of like the sixth floor, right onto like West Philly on the like Forty Second Street, you know, trying to hit the train going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, yeah, <laughs> that was getting ready. That was that was getting that was uh, tour prep for uh, Europe. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Cannonball, fucking with you guys, fucking yeah. throwing bottles at everybody. Trying yeah, to take you know, out shit happens. Shit happened. Yeah. Well, you got you got to defend your turf, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yo, so, oh, yeah, we, we had that. Who, Go ahead. Who who's the one that said, "Let's call it turmoil"? The guy who was drumming for us at the time, his name was Keith uh, Canarella. Uh, we had a, a bunch of names together. We're like, hey, let's just try to come up with something different. We can't stick with this name. We need something else. And um, a bunch of us just. We just kept throwing names out, putting one piece of paper until it got to the point where you're like, eh, I like this one. I don't, you know, just kind of whittled it down. And it got to the end. You're like, makes sense. You know, fits the scene, fits the vibe of what we're yeah. going for or trying to do or whatever, you know. And um, like, it sounds good. It's short. Yeah. You know, two, no, it's great because I asked, work, you know, I ask because sometimes a lot of times it's like that. And then sometimes there's people that have this big, like long, you know, I was sitting under the, the moonlight one night and then, you know, and this yeah. happened to me, an apple fell on my yeah. head and, you know, you know, finger in my butt. And it came to me, so vision. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually on the tip of the finger. Yeah, exactly. I, saw finger I felt the finger in my butt and then I, a hypothesis, you know, synchronicity. You know, these other words, just, I don't know what the fuck like mean. Vision. Yeah. Vision. I like and, it. And then pontificating under a tree one day. The, 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 the sophisticated, masculated, yo, the white man, yo. Oh, I forgot. Um, Anything but, you can put aided on to the end of, that's what I was doing. Yeah. And um, <laughs> when, when, when you guys, now back then, did you guys do the demo thing? Not that Because that's a thing like, yeah. you know, that's a thing that's a lost art. You know, the demo now is like almost not a demo. It's almost like now people put out a single or put out... Oh my MP3! Yeah. It's it's not even like a demo. It's like no, you automatic are in, like you know. There like, it is. There it is. Yeah, you know, like yeah. Like, it's, it's gotta bad. be. It's gotta be weird. Like especially for someone like our age, coming from that point in time, it's like, you know, you don't go. Th I don't. I'm sure you got to go through the whole process. Of course, you know, getting to where you're at. But I, I think what you had to do back then to get something actually physically recorded because you needed a physical copy to give to somebody is kind of like, holy shit, this is a project, you know, it was a real project, you know? And it, that's where it kind of comes back to Jake from Unisound because that's where we recorded the demo. He had the studio like Jake there, was yeah. Awesome. Yeah, down the street above his, because he lived there. Yeah. And uh, we actually recorded the forward step demo there wow. originally and then played the shows at the Unisound under that name. And then we were like, oh, we got to change it. So we came up with Turmoil, went back to him and did the demo, the next demo with him. And then he had a physical copy to go. Got with you. Him. So yeah, so you were doing the demo. There's the, Jake, there's the Jake thing again. Yeah, shout out to Jake. He's almost like, you know, um, a, a, a forgotten guy, an important guy for, for you know, mm -hmm. people, of course, Philly, Philly, of course. But Reading had a place mm -hmm. at that time because that was, that was the other place. You know, it would be right. a, a, a wedding. You know, now we got reverb, my man, Chris. I love reverb right. and I get memories. Every yeah. time I go there, I'm like, yo, I came up, I made my bones mm -hmm. down the block, you know, 
like yeah. insane. Yeah, down by and the Ludens factory. I used to run. I used to run shit down by the Ludens factory. Yeah, and there was history. Like <laughs> I remember, I remember like Wall Street. Yeah, and I remember like Baltimore dudes used to come up like this and that. Yeah, you know exactly. And it was just, they were always there. Yeah, it was crazy, crazy time. And was that where you consider Unisound your your the the was that the club you consider your club coming up, or was there another club that you guys were your house club? What was your house club? I mean, I think I think for us, just as kids and having a place to go, that yeah. was our spot because everybody played there. He had shows all the time, whether it was you know local bands or whether it was. You know, guys like, you know, bands coming from Jersey or from New York or from Baltimore or whatever, which at that time, I mean, what, where else do you want bands from? I mean, yeah. that was where, that's what you needed, you know? I mean, D.C., but you didn't really get the D.C. bands up there. You got New York bands from there. Yeah. And it was great because, I mean, we got to see all the bands everybody probably wants to see or who are getting back together now for people to go see. For sure. And it was like. You know, we got, I mean, we got to play with Burn. We actually played both the last Burn show originally um, as when we were in Forward Step and they were breaking up after the first EP came out and they were done and they had written the songs for the second EP, but they didn't release it, but they played those songs at that show. And we were like, holy shit, these songs are fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. We're like, and then they're breaking up. You're like, oh my God, that's horrible. Like, you know, they that, so good. those riffs. We're like, oh, we got to play with them. You know, it's like, ah, it was cool. I'd be like, I'm going to steal <laughs> those riffs. I with the name on it. Yeah, they're not going to yeah, use we're... these songs. I'm going to use they them. going to use them. <laughs> Gavin ain't doing shit with this one. I'm taking it. <laughs> Sorry, Gavin. Sorry, Chuck. I'm taking that shit. Right, take now shit. you walk down the street, he'll, he'll sweep your leg and break your spine for you. Yeah, yeah, know, right? Yeah. And fuck, how many demos did you guys do that you put out? Like demos that were put out? Like... That... Yeah, it was just that one. Um, so we just did that that one demo. I think it was six songs. And then <clears throat> after that, we ended up going into the studio out in central Pennsylvania. And that was where our Roadrunner, Road Racer connection kind of came in, that, which got linked us to Century Media because we recorded at Joe Dobb. Um, his studio out in central PA and he was the drummer for a band called Believer and yeah. Believer was on Road Racer I believe at the time I don't think they were Road Runner yet or you know it's kind of like they had both label or something like that so he had an awesome studio and he had you know great production and stuff like that so we went out there and we did the four song EP which ended up being the first four song EP on Century Media then so and that came that connection came from Joe because Believer had played a lot and they had gone to Europe multiple times and they had the contacts and they're like, hey, you think you might like this? Check it out, whatever. So, but yeah, and that's where that kind of came from. So Turmoil, before you guys got signed, was there a demo as Turmoil out or no? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was just like a self-titled demo that we had and that was out and we were just, but it was just through us. You know, we were just selling it at shows and like all that kind of stuff, so. Um, that's all it was. So when we went out, we were just playing shows off of the demo, demo yeah. constantly and just anywhere we could play everywhere, like arcades and, uh, you know, fire hall, music hall, owls home, you know, VFW, where anywhere yeah. we could go. You know, who and, uh, um, 
You know, who gets, you know, just, you know who, get, we would, who gets amped every time I talk about you guys is, Ju is Jules, Jules Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At, he, oh my God. So, you know, he's best friends with our drummer. Like they went to school together. I didn't know that. I just know he loved, you know, he's always, you know, turmoil, you know, anything Pennsylvania, but he's all always. So, you know, shout out to Jules Jordan, everybody out there, for you perverts out there. We spent a lot of we spent a lot of good time. We spent a lot of good nights in that house up there. Yeah, there you go. And then you did um. So you had a you had a you did the one demo. How long when you came out with the demo before you got signed? I would say probably three years. All right, awesome. Yeah, you worked. Say three. It. Yeah, we. I mean, we just did. You know, at that time, it's like you know, you're. I was like twenty ish, and everyone else was younger, so yeah. I was like. We didn't have vehicles. You didn't have stuff like we, I would always talk to my friend's parents and borrow their vans or borrow bigger cars where we could throw all the equipment in the back in the trunk and drive the fucking Canton, Ohio, yeah. play a show, you know, from Jim Thorpe for, you know, $40 and then drive home and all that kind of stuff, you know, but it was awesome. You know, we loved it. We we're like, Oh my God, we get to leave the state. Oh, great. Let's go. Hey, look what we can say we did. You know, right. we went to Ohio, you know, who, who and, uh, yeah, well, that was the shit to be able to leave your neighborhood, just be like, wow, yeah. to actually do what we do and somebody would actually book us somewhere. That's what was the, was the big wow. Yeah. Like, yeah, and they care. Wow, okay, great. Well, we got here. They actually looking forward to it. And they knew the lyrics to the songs. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. that's cool. <laughs> yeah, right. And we made it. it. No, no, for sure. <laughs> and, and what was the first European tour you guys did? The Madball one. That was your first two. Oh, that was my literally that my second. Oh, so that was your yeah, first. Yeah, that was the first. That was our first thing, and it was like, you know, for us, I mean, we were so intimidated. I mean, a we're leaving the country for the first time. Yeah. B, but B, it was like you know, besides sick of it all being the first exposure to New York hardcore, I think the first record that probably connected was probably AF live at CBGB's and it was kind of like you know you listen to that and you hear like just how great it is and the, everything Rogers banter like everything the, yeah. the, just everything about it is great and you're like it to the point where after having that like I didn't want to listen to the studio records anymore like I only wanted to listen to that because it was so good Perfect. You know, so you're kind of like you hear the studio version, you're like I don't, I don't want, I don't want to hear that. I want to hear the live version of it. You know, put the live version on, and then you go to Europe for the first time, and you're essentially going with the AF live at CBGB's lineup, and you're like, how the hell is this happening? Like, yeah. how the fuck can we pull this off? You know, like, this is awesome. That that so, was my whole existence in the band. I was like, when they tell me to play, I'm like, I'm basically in agnostic front without Roger. I go, what am right. I doing here? Like, and I, I was like, I don't belong here. I was like, yeah. Well, so we were like, we we're like, we definitely don't belong here. <laughs> yeah. Nah. On this, you know, we're like, yeah, all right, let's see what happens. You know, let's get on the bus. Hopefully we get there first and they're not there so we can go settle down and kind of like rest up before they get there and stay out of their way, you know? Yeah. And That's kind of how we were looking at it. Like, well, all right, we see just, what happens. For us, everything was still just new. Like what's going to happen? Oh, what kind of bus? How's it going to be? We didn't know what was what, you know? 
Who yeah. who was the, in Pennsylvania when you guys at that time? Who were the guys doing it? Like either with you guys or the guys that you guys were under from Pennsylvania? Hmm. hmm. It's a good question. There I was mean, only a handful. Um, There's always been Pennsylvania bands, but sure. that was a weird time for even New yeah. York hardcore. A handful of bands here, handful of bands there. That's why I think, mm -hmm. you know, uh, also like even you guys who done stuff throughout the years but haven't been consistent, it'll come up, you mm -hmm. know, because what you guys did it and at the time you did it, there wasn't a lot doing it, basically. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the things I think, you know, there was the Lee, the Lehigh Valley bands. There were a bunch of like punk bands and there were some hardcore bands down there too. Um, you know, that forthright band was big for us because they were close yeah. and they were really good. And we actually ended up becoming friends with some of those guys and they had other bands from around that area. I mean, there was a band called Mr. Yuck. I remember there was like another band called Russian Meat Squats, which was like a punk, you know, like a punk band stuff like that. And, you know, they, they were all, they were all great, you know, but it was like everything that we listened to, it wasn't, you know, of course, like when you're young, you're kind of comparing it to everyone else you're playing with. You're like, oh, fuck them or, you know, this or that or whatever. And it was kind of like everything that we were drawn to wasn't from anywhere around us. You know, yeah. we were all drawn to things that we were seeing as we were getting farther away from where we were from, um, you know, and man jogging the memory banks now i was like you know there was that there was a band edgewise from down in philly uh, or westchester i remember we liked them a lot um so we had tried to get on some shows with them and, and then, this is important you know why i ask because right now you know pennsylvania is probably you know shout out to post america podcast that wasn't been changed you know mm -hmm. richie likes to brag about pennsylvania first of all new york city will always be king sure. but I'll keep it real. Yeah. New York ain't what it was. And not just because the city as a city, but like even there's a lot of good New York bands coming out now. There's a resurgence, which I'm glad. But yeah. Pennsylvania mm. took over as far as having uh, per capita the most bands consistently going and yeah. doing, you know. Yeah. Uh, and they always had a part of the scene. Like we said, from mm -hmm. back then, Demise was going there. And you guys saw the same shows New York saw. Right. Because there was a handful of places doing it, you know. Right. Yeah. Certain yeah. places, Connecticut, Boston, Pennsylvania, you know, mm -hmm. a couple of the Cleveland's, New Jersey's, these mm -hmm. season that was the run. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's what what, you know, at that same time when we had been starting, you know, Hatebreed was starting. We were playing with them all the time. Um, Despair up in okay. Buffalo, you know, Vogel's yeah. first band. Well, you know, like they were going, we were playing with them all the time. Uh, Dead guy in Jersey, they had come up. So we were, we loved them. I mean, that was like, oh my God, we need to do that. You know, some were trying to do that. And, you know, we had gotten into that kind of circle of stuff. And then, you know, we were kind of mixed and matched all over the place. And then obviously Snapcase and yeah. Earth Crisis and stuff. We were always with them too. And then, um, you know, but then once we got on that tour with you guys, then that kind of opened it up for that level of um, not vision, but like just the opportunity to maybe, you know, like, oh, okay, I know who those guys are too now. Maybe if it comes up, yeah, you know, maybe we'll get on that too, you know? So it's like, yeah, for sure. That definitely didn't hurt, you know? And that was like our circle of, 
equals, I guess you could say. I mean, I would say all of them are bigger than us, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, but I mean, that was who we were always playing with. You know, it was Snapcase, Earth Crisis, Dead Guy, yeah, um, all that stuff. You know, all the victory bands that became victory bands. Yeah, Hate victory Green. was very um, victory was popping right then at that time. That's for sure. Yeah, it's so. I would crazy. imagine that had to be the sweet spot for them. Ha- have you kept have you kept up with any of the newer fucking bands out now and the hardcore bands like some any of these new ones not a whole lot i mean i i hear the stuff and i you know i know the names and i know like you know who it is but i'll listen to it and be like oh it's cool you know or i'll be like oh i'm not into it or or whatever it is but it's like not the first thing i'll grab to listen to you know, I think I've kind of regressed back to more of the metal stuff yeah. or older, like 70s rock kind of stuff or whatever, singer songwriter stuff or, you know what I mean? Just kind of veered off in just a different direction, but definitely aware of who's out there and who's doing stuff and always listening to see what it is, and, you know. What does it sound like? You know, I know, I, def- like, I, I definitely turned in there's moments of, of my day where I turned into a 70 year old white man truck driver where like, yeah, yep. I, I find myself looking like I'll black, you know, Skinner. I would this yeah. Maddie Henderson was always a Skinner guy and Willie, all those guys, now, you know, back yeah. then, you know, me from back then we were so thugged out, you know, we were like, mm. I was like, yo, fuck that hillbilly shit. You caught me at me and Freddie <laughs> yeah, at, yeah, yeah. at our most ignorant. You know, as far yeah. as being yeah. off the streets, not thrown into foreign countries and shit. But yeah. yeah, throughout the years, obviously being around music and listening to more, you know, mm-hmm. the hardness in a band like Skinner, like I get mm-hmm. it. Like yeah. it's funny now. I get it. I'll hear a song and I'll hear like, because now I know mm-hmm. the stories behind it. I know, you know, the gangster yeah. shit that went on behind the track and how good the track right. was for the time it came out. Like now I could appreciate now. that shit. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I but I also I always like I said, when I was a kid, I would buy a seven inch right just for the record cover, trying to discover right. the next thing. Right. Right. Since I always had that in my bone, I still to this day always keep my ear to the fucking not to the streets no more because it ain't about the streets about the, on the web. You know, right. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I got my I got my ear to the web. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I got my exactly my my feed out on the web, but I like hearing of like what the next generation is doing, and not just to talk shit yeah. on it because people talk yeah. shit on us when we came out. All the old dudes, people yeah. now like man ball old school blah 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 first of all all the old school dudes talk shit on us back then because we were too hip-hop too much graffiti too violent mm-hmm. to this to that to that so yeah you know, for anybody something. out there thinks that we had it easy it wasn't also we had a lot of yeah you know it was a weird time for hard yeah, i mean you guys had to start yeah i mean and you guys had to start from square one too you know obviously everybody does but you know, just because of Freddie's, you know, relationship to Roger and stuff like that, I don't think that's any guarantee that, I mean, maybe in certain areas of the world, people are going to be like, well, I don't care. Yeah. I like them regardless. But I mean, you know, I don't think you can sustain that without having something. Yes. It helped get in the door, but then people yeah. were like, all right, yeah. go. And then, you know, you know how many years we fought. Madball wasn't known as Madball the first 
four or five years. We were known as Roger's Little Brothers Band. So yeah, we yeah. put out, set it off, lockdown, all this shit that people now see as, oh, these are anthems. Back then, though, those motherfuckers are like, oh, yeah. that's Roger's Little Brother Band. That's how they used to yeah. say it. We used to flip because yeah. we're, oh, they used to say, oh, that's baby AF. And we're like, look at yeah, a lot of these yeah. guys are AF, but we don't, maybe early on, because it was still the nucleus, but then later on, we made a point yeah. that we're not AF. You know, the DNA, right. is, we're, right. you know, we're the son of that, but we're not, you know, right. we're, you know, we're yeah. the product of and, our and mother I could our see, father. You know, and probably the fact that, you know, the lineup, you know, at that point with Will and Vinny and Maddie having obviously existing in both bands that probably lent to that a little bit or a lot maybe but i mean you you if you can't hear the difference between those two bands then yeah I mean, it was like it was like yeah i probably if you can't tell the difference between those two bands then i probably don't want to hear your opinion of either yeah mostly you know exactly. I mean? it's like they're not the same they don't sound the same you know? and let me tell you now as far as um a metal stuff now are you here have you heard any of this like code orange stuff the, you know mm -hmm. any of this what do you think of that stuff because that's on the metal tip but sure. it's the new shit it's the new shit what do you think of that I think what those guys done is really cool. Um, I've listened to it on and off over the last probably 10, 12 years or so. And it's just like kind of this weird experimental like mishmash of all this stuff. And it's like, it's, it's cool. It's neurotic to me because I, can't, I don't really follow it, but I appreciate it for what it is. Yeah, um, me too. It's insane. It's, it's hard yeah, as really, fuck. It definitely it's sounds... Like um, the soundtrack for uh, um, um, uh, the end of the world. Yeah, 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 definitely. And I, I, I think they would probably be uh, okay with that. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. Shout out yeah, to with, Code with Orange, the end like, of the world. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Co <laughs> end of the world, the devil, Code Orange, yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh, Code <laughs> Pittsburgh, um, redheaded yeah, yeah. people because they got two reds. Shout out to my redheads out there. Shout out to all you redheads out there. I, I'm with y'all. Uh, does 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 uh, I guess Isaac Isaac will probably take some pride in that, right? Listen, of course. There's all you got to keep a good red on, on deck. There's always a red on deck. <laughs> you, bring, you know, good luck. You never know. You never know when you're going to need one. They're the, the the fiery ones. You know what I mean? Oh, they fly off. Good they, to have one in your corner. Like Haji. Haji was a red at one point, right? Ah, uh, he was, he had that Dave Mustaine strawberry blonde. Yeah, oh, he's strawberry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I took him on like that a going steel ball reddish, but uh, I guess. Yeah. Now you see a, you see him uh, there for a while and he just looked like he washed his hair with like pizza grease for the longest, longest time. Like, <laughs> I got to look, I got to look tough or I got to look like a dirt bag, you know? Have you, you like, seen wash your hair? Wash your hair, fucker. Have you seen any of these, uh, uh, any shows lately? Any of these metal shows? Because there's a, there's a lot of bigger shows going around. Or oh, any small shows? Any like well, the last show whatnot? Well, the last thing I went to was you know your guys' show um, up here before everything got shut down. Uh, we saw Overkill uh, out here in San Diego, and they were great. Um, cool. We had seen. We went to see Tool over in phoenix we saw them before uh but like the january right before everything got shut down uh -huh. so that was pretty cool um and we got to see power trip and high on fire 
tour. Oh, that's dope, man. Shout out and to Howard Trip, Riley, of course. You know what's oh, up. The, so good. You know, shout out to Texas. Yeah, shame. And, and Dude, they, were fucking, they were awesome. They were awesome. You know what was cool again? How good they were. Yeah, you know what I like? They had that throwback thrash shit that I like. You know what I mean? You know, Power Trip had yeah. that thrash. That was like my era, our era of the metal we yeah. like. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, exactly. again, like exactly. the, the new metal, I don't, I never hate it on. I don't care if you're into Slipknot, Corn, or whatever, but that's that's the mm -hmm. DNA for the uh, newer generations. You know, even hardcore guys, their, their metal DNA leads to those bands. Ours lead more to the right. thrash shit like that. That's why I always loved right. that Power Trip was and a I, fresh I mean, for having a throwback sound yeah. with that sound. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was like, you know, when you hear that, like the first time I heard it, I was like, holy shit. Well, this sounds like all of that late 80s, early 90s, you know, Obviously, obituary is going to be a reference, and um, like uh, like malevolent creation, yeah. like all those kind of like death thrash metal kind of yep. have the hardcore influence crossover in there too. It was just a violent kind of a lot of the violence stuff in there too, to an extent. And I was like, man, this is right up my alley. Even with the production, it kind of had that muddyish type yeah. of you know, feel to it or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, no, for crazy. sure. And they're this all good crazy. players, so they were able to to re to uh, reenact th that sound and still keep up with like making shit sound big, because you know that they're, they're yeah. a good guitar sound band. You know what I mean? Like they, yeah, you know they yeah. had that. And yeah. I like that you shit. Never like, be loud like, enough. Yeah, and I like that. I always love that metal shit. You know, it just I hate it when everybody was just trying to be hatebreed. Because I'm like, yo, there's one yeah. hate. You know, let them do it because they're the, the kings of it. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, yeah. How, how crazy is it that, you know, Slayer eventually wanted to sound like Hapu? Listen, I'll tell you the changing of the guard. So I'm a Slayer guy, no matter what. In my book, you know, I was like, no, whatever, whatever. You could be as hard as you want. Slayer's going to chop mm -hmm. your head off. It's just what's going to happen mm -hmm. until mm -hmm. we were at the Roseland. Hey, Breed, I forgot which tour, opening mm -hmm. for Slayer. Mm -hmm. And they took Slayer's heads off. Not by a little bit, <laughs> by a lot of it. And really? I knew then, because I wanted to not say, because I love Hey, Breed, shout out to Hey, Breed. They know that's my fam right there. And I yeah. wanted to never have to say that about Slayer, like them take a loss. To me, that was like, no, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah. I could. I wasn't even like, "Fuck, Habri killed it." It was like, "Yo, Habri blew away Slayer." It was just hands down. <laughs> I fucking say it, and I love Slayer. Yo, shout out to Slayer, but yo, Habri fucker smoked y'all. And but right then, I knew I was like, yeah. "You know what?" I said, it felt like when Rocky cut a Drago, he's bleeding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. human. He's yeah. human. I was like, like Habri's like. <laughs> Like, We're gonna you know, take them down. Yeah, this is like, great. Oh. <laughs> and you know what? Hardcore motherfuckers. So you know what I mean? So you know, I was really but, um, but like what you that said, time, that whole time that. frame was unbelievable. Um, but and then again, and I love it because again, you know, bands like that, like now it's turnstile, different style, but like they're right. taking the hardcore umbrella. If people mm -hmm. like the these bands or not, they come from the mm -hmm. scene, they they still 
you know, rep that they're from the scene and they're going to take it into those mm-hmm. waters, which we need. Because this yeah. shit got to be, this hardcore shit got to right. be respected like the metal, the rock and roll, new wave. Mm-hmm. Everything gets mad more respect than the, than the, than the hardcore shit. Yet all those mm-hmm. motherfuckers listen to hardcore at one point or still do. It's yeah. Fact. Yep. Exactly. And no. it's like for what they're doing, you know, the exposure that they're give, getting and giving to, you know, obviously themselves, but then all everything that came before them. And it's just kind of the same thing like we were talking about, like sooner or later, those people who like them are going to look into like, well, what do they like? What did they listen yeah. to? What did they grow? And then it's going to you know, filter its way back to you. you know, no, whatever. it's like, look at you know what I mean. So it's like, like, yeah, yeah. No, like right now, like Rolling Stones. I don't Stones. know them personally, but I'm sure they're respectful of. Yeah, yeah, but like Rolling from. Stones. Shout out to the Rolling Stones. Keith Richards, how everybody talks about, how's he still doing it? Look yeah. at I hear you. No, yeah. fuck that. How the fuck yeah. is Vinny Stigma still doing it? Because Vinny right. Stigma don't got millions of dollars, fucking yeah. whatever doctor he wants, whatever yeah. fucking um, 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 nutritionist he wants, <laughs> even for drugs, the best drugs or whatever, keeping yeah. Keith Richards alive. Like, yeah. let's keep shit to perspective. And I bet you somewhere down the line, Keith Richards know who the fuck Vinny Stigma is. I bet you. I'm sure they do. You know why? How can you not? Like, it's just people that were around that long and mm-hmm. that were doing music. Because Keith Richard, those guys were music guys. They were in the right. scene playing rock right. and roll in the same bars, same mm-hmm. scenes. Like, they all, look at Rick Rubin, Stigma. All these motherfuckers mm-hmm. were in bands at one point. Right. Like, people don't even know some of the combinations of people that were together people, yeah. back in the day. It was like, uh, yeah, and I think that's pretty, that's fascinating, like over the time. And it's just like, you know, we were talking about connecting the dots early, earlier on. I mean, you know, in with people in and out of music all the time. I mean, there's so much crazy things that you read. So even to this day, you're like, I had no idea that, you know, so-and-so was connected to so-and-so through whatever. And you're like, man, that's crazy, you know. But now that you know, you're like, oh, it makes sense, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. People bug out all the time. And I'm, I tell that, I go, you know, um, uh, I'll tell you, you know, a lot of people bug out. I go, you know, you'd be surprised. I like doing that. I like almost pulling shit over people's eyes that they mm-hmm. wouldn't expect. Like, like mm-hmm. in um um in in our la- one of our last videos, uh, we have a rev up and uh, the rev up video we did. You know, um, Fred Durst is in it. He we got him in quick. Well, mm-hmm. Let me tell you something about friend. A lot of people, some people, Fred, that Fred Durst, like people caught him, and blah 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 blah. But they don't, you know. And you have a lot of people, you know, that like love to talk shit. And whatever, but I say it now and I'll say it for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Lim Biscuit and shout out to Fred Durst. Because mm-hmm. one, they heard my bit. Shout out to my boy Big Chris and America. Basically, was working with them doing security or whatever it was. And Fred Durst, they were somewhere playing. There was an AF show. They were playing. He goes, Yo, I want to go check out AF. And they were like, Yo, you know, you know, no AF. He was like, Yeah, as a kid, I loved them. Yeah. He was like, Yo, those are my fam. Yeah. They went, they, you know, Fred went to see AF, loved it. And then he's like, yo, if you like AF, check out my boys and gave him the mm-hmm. mad ball shit. He heard, mm-hmm. he goes, yo, this shit is dope. Yo, you mm-hmm. think they'd be down to do some shows with us in the UK? Let's ask mm-hmm. him. He met up with Freddie. He said, mm-hmm. yeah, baby, we do some shows. Two weeks later, we were on an arena tour in the UK. Okay. Oh, awesome. nah. Not because Madball brought any ticket sales to that. 
<laughs> number one. Number two. He, he, he loved it. He liked it. It, he wasn't, it. it wasn't in the height of Madball where, you know, we're the coolest band around to have on your agenda. He heard something and made it happen. I can mm -hmm. tell you right now, there's a thousand big, whatever, big scene, hardcore band or whatever that could have and said they would have took us out on tour back in the day and never yeah. did shit for us. Hardcore right. metal bands. We were yeah. on the biggest metal band on the planet at that time. And everybody out there, I won't pull names out, but Google how many times we toured with so-and-so metal band who we were on the mm -hmm. label. So, so I could tell you now, none, because yeah. nobody took us on tour. So we had to do it ourselves. Yeah. And, and then a they, lot of them and then they us. take you out on a, like that. Yeah, like they it. they see it. They they those codes and and boom, I got to do um um uh, uh Wembley Arena with a, a New York cargo band fucking doing yeah. Wembley Arena. Yeah. Period. You know why? Thanks yeah, to yeah, and, 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 Fred Durst, and the guy that people hate them. Yeah, because of him, <laughs> yeah. New York cargo was in the motherfucking building. So yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. again, I like connecting the dots because who would have thought? I wouldn't right. have thought that. But the universe is beautiful in some ways where it, and, it, and you know, I think after you know you saying that, knowing like what they sound like and you know what they're into, it, it's not really a surprise at all, you know, because just because their end product is what it is, I mean, yeah. there's obviously lots of parts and parts of their songs that are very heavy and come from a metal whatever background. So I mean, they didn't make it up, they didn't just drop under their lap they obviously heard it someplace so does everybody that, think i don't think that's a big a big surprise yeah does everybody yeah. think i love pantera but does everybody think phil invented a bald head and army yeah. pants he yeah. just bit every fucking hardcore band ever agnostic yeah. front and so on sure but you know why but in all in all fairness this is why one i love pantera don't get me wrong mm -hmm. he always gave props to af so i always mm -hmm. salute them you know, yeah. for that part, that, they always gave him props. That was one of the things that always baffled me, you know, because, you know, early on, the Cowboys from Hell stuff came out and it was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And then I think on the next record, you know, you started seeing him wearing crowbar shirts and you started seeing him wear I Hate God shirts. And like for us, we were like, holy shit, he's wearing an I Hate God shirt. Like, oh, that's crazy. Not knowing the tie or yeah, anybody. Yeah, 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 like, holy shit, that's awesome, you know. And you're like, okay, like I must know what's up, you know? And then you're like, you get older and you figure out the ties and all this yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, like, oh, right. yeah. There and it is. shout out to NOLA, New Orleans. They got that shit. And they have a connection with the New York hardcore shit from, you know, mm -hmm. shout out to Kirk Crowbar, I Hate God. All those dudes had love for AF, the Mabble, the New York shit. It's a weird mm -hmm. connect, but I love it because that Bayou swing is that shit. I love that style. That's so that good. mud. Without that mud, there's no swing. And, and yeah. I, you know, we're all about that groove shit on this end. You know what I mean? So, so good. Know. And then you can, if you can figure out a way to combine that, you know, it's like, how do you not yeah. like that? You know, yeah. how do you not move your head or something to that? You know what and, I mean? And, Those and, combinations. And, and what's up with you? Have you been playing guitar still? Have you been playing anything, working on anything for the hell of it? You know, just dicking around with, just trying to learn things. When you hear something that you like, you're like, oh, you know what? I haven't played that in a long time. I want to learn it and I'll play it, you know? Yeah. But I think, you know, the way things ended with us and, you know, with the Kiss of Death stuff too, 
leaving a lot on the table and leaving a lot of finished stuff on the shelf. You're just kind of like, you know what? If I'm not writing for a purpose, it's like, I don't want to write anything at all. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Like, where's it going to go? And, you know, that's something I have to fight with, you yeah. know, daily pretty much because I listen to music all day, every day, you know, no matter what I'm doing. So it's like it's constantly in my mind. But um, I think at this point, you know, it would have to probably take a reunion of sorts or, a, you know, someone interested in doing like a new project and yeah, like, gotcha. hey, let's try this, whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, if not, though, I mean, it's talking to friends like, hey, let's do like a 70s rock tribute band. Yeah, hell you know? yeah. Fucking Thin Lizzy songs, and, you know? Well, Willie, <laughs> Willie, like plays kind of shit, you know? Willie plays in the keys in a fucking, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, I saw that. Cover, yeah. But yeah, he's doing yeah. that shit. And, and, you, and what's up with you and the rest of the guys? Are everybody cool still? Yeah. Or? yeah, everybody's good. Like, you know, we, Hodges and Gula and I have like a little group thing go on every every now and again where we're, you know, we kind of keep it open and, good. you know, joke about this or talk about this or, hey, check out this band or check this out. Um, Pushnik and I chat all the time and spend, you know, a good amount of time together when it, whenever he's out here for work or if he's out with with uh, Ashley or anything. And, yeah. You know, um, yeah, we're all, everybody's good. Everybody's good. Everybody's I'm going to put the push, problems, you know, I'm going to put the push for the turmoil reunion, the black and blue bowl, whenever the next <laughs> black and blue bowl is, I'm putting your name in the hat. So you might all have right. to start practicing those licks. Cause next, well, I'm gonna, don't, don't kid yourself. I'm going to get Gula and Haji. I might just do <laughs> a turmoil one. And you know what? We're gonna do a turmoil one, and we'll get stigma on, and that's what we got. Oh, do. that would be great. Yo, it yeah. would just be an hour of laughing. Well, yeah, that's, that's what we want. You know what? I might have to do. We might have to do a little um, cause I like inventing themed episodes. So okay. I might just have to invent the theme, the reunite that turmoil Madball tour, just so we can fucking get everybody on deck. Just so I can say hilarious. I did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, it would be so. There was so much great, hilarious shit that happened on that. It was just like, oh yeah, always. And, and know, those were the early days. Those were like, it comes up now, you still laugh at them because it's still great, you know. <laughs> I wish we had shit videoed, and I'm also glad we didn't have we didn't. shit. Videoed. Yeah, I know, Jesus, you know. But that, um, would, that could go. That could go many different ways. It'll be beyond me too. It'll be me too. Yo, me too, you too, him too. Oh. It'll be a lot of hashtags. <laughs> a lot of fucking. There'll be a lot of video. There'll be a lot of audio editing going uh, like, on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm glad I was able to get you and catch up a little bit. I, especially, you know, one to see you. And then I was like, you know what? Because uh, Turmoil came up a, a, a couple of times, not just on podcasts, but in conversations. I, when we talk about Pennsylvania and I'm always like, yo, that's, I had like, of course I know turmoil. I'm like, yo, my, my, my second tour ever in Europe was with you guys. So it's always in there. And I'm like, and then I, I throughout the convos, I started seeing more and more. I was like, man, they really have a spike in, you know, in the history of Pennsylvania. And I was like, let me give these motherfuckers a little taste of some <laughs> turmoil. Then, you know what I mean? Well, and then I got to see you. So I was glad. So. Yeah, that was awesome. I, was, I mean, that's that's the thing that's great about it. You know, that that tour was what, you know, 27 years ago at this point in time. It's like Crazy. every single time that we've seen each other or Freddie and myself or any of those guys, it's just like, yeah, it's right there. Like, and it, the that's the best part of the whole thing. 
you know, yeah, you know for sure. we, we got so much respect after that by the fact that we did that. Yeah. And I, I think we, for whether it was rightfully on our shoulders or not, I, I mean, everybody thought we were a new, or a lot of people thought we were a New York band. And we're like, well, no, we're not, you know? And then you'd see it on flyers. You're like, you're not anywhere from there. I remember there. that. You know? I remember that. They were like, like yeah. all right, well, whatever. We didn't, we didn't say that, you know? Yeah, it was exactly, but, uh, it was you guys always. And then the AF, Madball Connect, and these guys, you, you know, exactly. And again, it was a different time where it was a, mm. a small, a smaller nucleus of bands mm. that were, you know, working in the same time. So, no, yeah. it was glad. And I'm glad because I think it's important, one, I, I like I do this to bug out and connect with my old friends. Also, I like um, we are the we are the fault for the next generation. If they're fucked up and not knowing the history, it's our fault. Yeah. So right. I do my part by at least by when I'm having fun. I also try to throw some gems out there and yeah. be like, yeah. these are the guys you talked about. I know them, too. Right. The right. Thing run, this and yep. that, like, God forbid. Oh, you know, yeah. Earth of Crisis, you know, straight edge people, yeah, yeah. people think like yeah. we're just, yeah. you know, in a jail yeah. cell or like, you know, fighting pitbulls or something, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> but, you know, but this is something that we love, you know, we're hardcore kids, people forget, you know, and, and I'm, yeah. I'm not just a, yeah. a part of this, like, I'm a fanatic of it, of the history of it. And I, and I, and I love that the whole thing. And, um, mm-hmm. and I like, I like being able to, to you know, friends like you that happen to be in bands that are staples and in, in scenes that are very important, like Pennsylvania. That's why I'm glad to be able to get you on and let these new guys see. Also, these new guys that heard of you guys, you know, to be able to catch that and learn how rich their rich scene is. You know what I mean? And fucking yeah. um, yeah, yeah. But I'm glad I was able to get you. We're definitely gonna do a turmoil one. Hydro, anything you want to let the people know before we get out of here? Anything? They're all over the world. A lot of you tune in. Just, just so keep let talking them know. shit. Just keep talking shit, buddy. You know exactly. <laughs> what I'm putting in that. So you heard it here, everybody. If you want that fucking turmoil reunion, hit Hydro on Instagram. Hit Gula on Instagram. He might be off, but you'll find them. Hit Haji on, and <laughs> let everybody know we want that turmoil shit. And yo, Hydro, I'm glad I was able to get you one love. You know, shout out to you. We'll be in touch. This is going to come out, I think, next week. I'll send you the flyer and info. And okay. um, yeah. we'll talk soon, brother. Sounds good, my man. Great talking to you. And thanks for having me on. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Take care. But yo, we'll Take talk care, soon, buddy. Hydro. Be safe. We'll, I love you, brother. We'll one love. Take care, buddy. Love you, Roya. Peace.